0: It's both an honor and uh, very intimidating today uh, because usually when I get an opportunity to share, uh, Rodney's not here, so it's uh, for, for those of you that are in a generation that looks like me, Uh, When we uh, acquired our driving license, we had to go take a test with a state trooper. So it's bad enough to be chased by a state trooper or get close to a state trooper, but be in the same car with a state state trooper. It brings on a different level of intimidation. And so when Rodney's here, uh, I know that uh, uh, I'm a little intimidated. So Uh, how many of you were here last week? Raise your hand. Okay, wasn't that a great message? That was a great message. For those of you who couldn't raise your hand, I know you're awake because I see your eyes. Uh, I want to just let you know through the gift of technology, if you happen to have missed that message, it's on Facebook and it may be on YouTube uh, right now. So I want to tell you, sometimes we miss things, I do. Uh, I have my favorite movies I like to watch. I'm a Star Wars kind of guy. I've seen several of those several times, and sometimes I think I know the lines as much as they knew the lines, and so I I enjoy that. And we'll watch things. We have our own uh, shows that we like to watch. We get into series and reality shows and sports and all that, and, 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 and the reality is that we really enjoy, and we'll watch over and over again, even though we may know the outcome, we'll still watch it, right? Well, God has gifted us with technology that we can go back because sometimes we may have missed a key point or maybe sometimes we need to go back and we need to listen again to, 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 to really get that in. And so I'm thankful that uh, we do have that here. And, and, and I, one thing I'd like to do before I get started uh, is uh, I'd like for all of y'all to stand up and I want you to honor two groups of people here. So if you stand up, because that way I know you're listening. Uh, I'm looking at you, so I know you're listening. So I want to honor two groups here today. I want to honor, and I want y'all to join me, we honor our audiovisual team, all of them, Bob, Lisa, Reese, uh, Allie, uh, I see Scott, Jennifer, uh, in case I miss your name, I'm sorry, but we need this whole team. So if you would, give them a round of applause. And so the Sackett group, the Sackett group, is our praise team. We would not be able to be in the place that we are without the team that dedicates themselves during the week and all hours that we're unaware of, to lead us into a moment that we can feel the presence of God. So would you' all honor them as well.) So y'all can be seated. Now, thank y'all for joining me in that. I'm very thankful for both of them because I need both of them. Uh, I see my team up there on the end. We're expecting one coming soon. Uh, Bless them, Lord. So I wanted to share a bonus with you. Uh, This is not part of my message, so let y'all know that Last week, uh, Ed came out and he said, you know what, I didn't use all of my time, I'm going to give it to you. So I'm going to take his 10 minutes plus my 10 and some extra today, so I, I hope not. I only want to go as long as the Lord wants. i want to give you this bonus thing. As I was riding in the truck the other day, during this time period of year, just about every station you choose to listen to, you're going to hear Christmas music. Uh, whatever form you like, whatever genre you follow, uh, there's nothing wrong about that. You listen to it however you want to. God's going to get his message to you. I love it through the sung word. I'm not very good, so I need to sing in the truck by myself. And so I was singing a song that was very familiar, I thought. And I started singing, and I'm singing out loud, and I'm singing the words that's not actually in the song. So I was like, hey, I'm making up my own. But God spoke to me, and he said, Jody, that could be just like the gospel. We may think we know it, and we'll keep repeating it, and it may not be completely true. So we need to study the Word of God on a regular basis and go back to the truth of that Word so that we may convey it correctly. Now, God's going to give us all an opportunity during this season to share uh, what this season is about. This this is about the birth of Christ. Okay, we celebrate it in different ways, different activities. So uh, before I get started today, um, I would like to pray and then to share what God has put on my heart. Father, thank you for this incredible opportunity that you've granted to me. Lord, I thank you for all that are present here today. Lord, I thank you for my Facebook family and for my YouTube family that will be watching someday in the future. God, I thank you that your word is the same yesterday. It's the same today. It will be the same forevermore. And Jesus was sent to this earth, born as a baby, in a, in a plan that you had for us that we could be redeemed, that we could have eternal life. Lord, help us see everything in Him and Him and everything during this time. Lord, I ask all these things in Christ's name. Amen. 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 <clears throat> so, uh, when... We talked about the opportunities that we had um, to share, and, and Rodney did mention um, that we'd like for you to share your favorite Christmas story. And so I thought about it. Uh, we, we do know that there's two books of the Bible that specifically go into the dynamics of uh, the birth of Christ. We, we've got it uh, in Matthew, and we've also got it in Luke, okay, so... Uh, Matthew was writing to the Jewish audience and then Luke is writing to the Gentiles now I fit in that second category I believe most of you do as well so it's the same story and it's detailed a little bit different for a specific reason now if you go back and listen to the things that Ed shared last week you will get a lot of those reasons so it's very intimidating to follow Ed anytime he speaks Okay, but I'm very thankful for Ed because he explained all that, and I don't even have to try. So, if you need the real down to down to the details, he's got it. Okay, so I kind of think about it like this: It's kind of like um, having a five-gallon bucket. Have you ever tried to fill up a five-gallon bucket with something like water, and you need to tote it? Uh, it's hard to do it. You might do it. Some of you are extremely strong. I've seen that in you. Some of you are like me, like nope, that's not going to happen. Um, but but you know what? It's always better if you put the handle on it, okay? Then you can do so much more with it. And that's all I'm going to try to do today is just put the handle on it, okay? So uh, you take that for whatever it is. I would like to share um, a very familiar passage because the Christmas follows around a couple of these dynamics. And I like the angle that Luke brings to this. So in uh, Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 7, and it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. Kind of sounds like today, doesn't it? So they're getting ready to tax us. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing uh, Syria. So all went to the registered, uh, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up with, from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into the, in Judea to the city of David, which is in, called Bethlehem. Because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swallowing cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Very familiar. So many more verses and uh, because uh, I've been given a short amount of time. And I only have a few pages of notes, not like Ed. Uh, uh, I'm going to uh, try to move as quickly as I can. So I'd like to reference some of these others. I want to challenge you, though. I want to challenge you. We can get too busy and too committed in our normal routines to put the importance of the Word of God in it and during this season, if you will go back and you will reflect on and read the two versions there of the birth of Christ, your life will be blessed. Read both Matthew's full account and Luke's full account in that. So put all the pieces together, and it's, it's going to make it so much better. So I had an opportunity on Tuesday night uh, to go with some of my family to see uh, the uh, the Callaway Gardens, the Christmas lights, And and so I had the great privilege of driving uh, the vehicle for my uh, youngest, my current youngest granddaughter around to see the lights. And, you know, Jesus said that we should become like a little child, okay? Because we can understand the kingdom of heaven a lot better if we quit being adults, if you're older like me, and thinking all the ways that you've already learned. And just accept things to see the beauty of it. To watch her little face at 10 months old as she saw all the different um, decorations that that we passed. And her excitement for every little thing, whether it was significant or not. Lord, help me be like her, that everything that I see in life, I can enjoy just like you sent it. Because sometimes things come for a lesson, and sometimes they... Come for a blessing, but God sent it all, right? If the steps of a righteous man or woman are ordered by the Lord, that means everything that you step into, He knew about it, right? Okay, so I I want to learn to enjoy that. Uh, So in looking at, um, and what I wanted to call this today, because it's all about the gift, okay? Christmas is all about the gift, and so, we're thinking about that. It's all about the gift. Because you've got people on your list. You've got people sitting next to you. And there's people sitting next to you hoping that you didn't cut them out of the list, huh? Uh, sometimes you get surprised. Uh, through So, we, we talk about this time of the year. It's called, Tis is the Season. Tis the Season. What's the season of? Well, let me share some things that I observed in... in, in Just moving through life, and I think you're going to fit in one of these places. Okay, I think if you'll if you'll lean into it, not. I don't want you to hear me. I just want to hear what God wants to share with you. Uh, In this season, you you can be prepared. Some of you, I'm looking at you. You bought your Christmas presents for everyone last February. Bless your heart. You're prepared. Some will be extremely anxious during this season because we're, we can get into the mode of, you know, do I re, did I remember everybody? Did I get everybody something? Did I get everybody the right thing? Uh, are they going to like what I got them? This is a really common area right now that we face in, in our time. The busy. There, there are people in such a hurry today. Lord knows if you'll just get on the road... And drive somewhere, especially to the mall or anywhere you might shop. (laughs) The way people are driving, uh, I don't know if they know Jesus, but some of them are getting ready to meet him based on the way they drive. So I hope they do know him just in case it doesn't end well. Uh, Let the news tell you of everything that's going on. Then there's uh, this group out here that's Joyful. You meet people where you go uh, and, and interact, and especially during this time period of year, when you're shopping, maybe you're frustrated, you know, maybe somebody's in front of you, got the last one, you're looking for turbo man somewhere and you can't find him, you know, I don't know if y'all have dealt with that, uh, Lord I have, but uh, uh, not the particular dog, but the principal, um, but the, you'll meet people that no matter what, two uh, flat tires, they're happy. Praise the Lord it went not all four of them. You know, praise the Lord, I'm close to somewhere that I can get some air. Praise the Lord, I have a phone and I'll come somebody, I'll call somebody, they'll come get me. I'm happy, you know. We get, some of us get mad if we pull up to our favorite shopping place and we've got to park four and a half miles away from the store and we've got to walk up there. And some people get out joyful, thank you Lord, I can walk and I'm going to get up there. So then there's... The diligent during this time, you know what? Nothing is going to stop them from the mission. I know what I got to do. I'm going to get it done, and I don't care what it takes. And before it's over, I'm going to get it, bless God, and I'll be happy about it. But I'm going to make it happen. And then this is the one that kind of frustrates a lot of us uh, in some ways, is the unconcern, okay? Okay. Because some out there are not concerned if they're in your way. They're not concerned about your time. Okay? Because they're blocking you. They're interrupting you. They're monopolizing uh, things, but they're also very much so, and it should break our heart because some people that we encounter are unconcerned about why we celebrate this season. So... I was thinking about uh, the gift givers, and these are similar, uh, but I think they're very relevant. See, uh, I can look at some of you, and I know that some of you fall in this category. There is the thoughtful gift giver. You put a lot of time and prayer and preparation for what you're going to get. You've taken the time and you've studied and you know what a person likes that you're going to give a gift to. Well, I'd like to get them this, but I know blue's their favorite color. I'm not going to get them a red because they'll wear red, but that's not the best. I'm going to give them what they want. Then you have the joyful. When they purchase something, it makes them so happy that they found something. Okay? More happy than the person that's going to receive that gift. And then you've got the ones, the shoppers that are kind of like me, that's hurried. See, I'm a procrastinator when it comes to shopping, okay? I'm strategic, I'm gonna call it that. Some would call it procrastination. I'm gonna be deliberate in my time and schedule out in my mind what I'm going to get. I'm going in the store, I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna take it back to the car, I'm leaving to the next store. I'm not lingering around, I don't care about all the bonuses you can get, how much money you can save. If you buy this amount, you can get a gift card. If you buy this gift card, I'll double it up and give you a gift card. I just want to get the present for the person that I intended to get. That's my challenges. And then we do have, which is very similar to the first one, we have the best gift givers. Some of you give the best gifts. Now, my mother was like that. Uh, many of you are like that. Usually it's on the mom's side, but son, there's a lot of dads that are, you know what, you know, I'm going to knock it out of the park. I'm going to give the best gift, the gift that they're going to remember. See, I don't know about you, but I've been given gifts over time. Uh, they didn't last long. The stigma of it, it just, I don't remember what I got. My kids, I can certainly tell you from experience, having six kids, they would get things they were excited about for th- about three or four minutes, they would take off and play with something old, and then after a while, whatever the box was that, that came in, they would rather play with the box than what came out of it. So scratch my head, I may be I'm bald. I don't know. So um, it, it very, um, very exciting times, but very challenging times as a parent. I saw the parents getting into that, so I know that you've experienced it too. But I wanted to talk about the gift. It's all about the gift. Okay, it's all about the gift. You see, when Jesus was born in our story that we read, he's the gift. He is the gift. So uh, a couple of dynamics I wanted to share about that. Uh, The first one is the perfect gift. You see, Jesus is the perfect gift. In in Matthew uh, chapter 1 verse 23, the Word of God tells us that he will be called Emmanuel, God with us. There's nothing greater in your life than you can experience than God be with you. It doesn't matter what situation you're in, okay? It doesn't matter. You could be up in your highs, you could be down in your lows. When you know through anything of your life, God is with you, it makes it so much better. In John 3.16, We know no better than that, that God so loved the world that he gave. He gave his only begotten son. The gift that we celebrate the birth of, perfect. The perfect sacrifice. Nothing we can do can ever compare to Jesus. We can't do anything to buy what Jesus bought for us. Uh, Then the next one is the planned gift. You see, in our story, uh, all throughout uh, Luke chapter 1, uh, in, in, in his, it was prophesied in Isaiah and in, and, and in Micah that he was planned. This time was spoken about well before it happened. It wasn't just like, hey, I got an idea, Let's, oh, I'll let Jesus be born. This was prophesied years in advance. To the T, it was fulfilled. Because our God is that kind of God. He knows all the details. Even if you're struggling and worrying about certain details in your life right now, God already has it figured out. Okay? It's figured out. Now, if we can learn to live in that revelation that He's already got it figured out, if we will trust Him, we'll be a lot more comfortable going through it. doesn't mean the storm's going to end, right? But if we can have peace in us. Even if you don't say, peace be still. So, He is that kind of gift. We see that He's also the celebrated gift. And and in Matthew uh, 1 and 2, we read about where the magi, the wise men, come. They had been looking for this actual activity come because they'd been studying. And then they got this... Revelation from the star that this is where the king of kings is born. The king of the Jews is going to be born here. And they were excited as they traveled. Look, I, if, if somebody told me today, said, you know what, you, you just need to walk home. Uh, that's about five miles from me, maybe about five and a half, depending on what road I take. Brother's going to be struggling to go that far. Okay? If somebody told me, your grandkids at home waiting on you, tell them I will be there when I can get there. But these guys were so focused on celebrating what God had said that they traveled for over 900 miles. Okay, they didn't use the airlines. They didn't have an Uber driver. They had to ride on camels and other animals, I'm sure. Now, I don't know about you, but I've never rode any of them, but I don't think I could handle 900 miles of that. But they did, and when they got there, they were excited. And so in Luke uh, uh, chapter 2, verse 8 and 14, we see in that story there where the shepherds were out in the field, and all of a sudden, an angel appeared to them and declared to him, in the city of David, a Savior is born. And all of a sudden, the heavenly host showed up, and celebrated. And so it was so moving to them. It's was like, hey, we're going to stop what we're doing. And we're going to go see what this is all about. And so he was celebrating. You see, um, he's the timeless gift. He's a timeless gift. It's for eternity. You see, I can give certain gifts and they have an expiration date. Okay. Now, I know. Brother loves some oatmeal cookies. And I've been given oatmeal cookies as a present. Uh, they typically do not make it past the second day. I'm just going to tell you. Uh, I don't know what happens to them, but uh, uh, I do love them. So there are certain gifts that have a time limitation. I don't know about you, but I've been given gift cards, and sometimes they have a time expectancy on them. Use it by this or forget what you're going to get. Okay? There's a time limit. Sometimes it's... Uh, uh, maybe an event. Some, some people have, given, have been given tickets to go to different places, to Disney World, to a special trip somewhere, a, a flight. But it has limitations. But our God, give us a gift that's for eternity. It never ends. And it's always worth the same thing. Unfortunately, uh, we find in, in and through this story of Jesus... That sometimes the gift brings jealousy okay I don't know if you've ever felt it I felt it I have felt both sides of this coin maybe somebody you know and love was given a brand new truck and you're still driving on like me that's still trying to keep it running on a wing in a prayer and they get a brand new truck and it looks great some of you ladies have seen some of your friends or family get a nice piece of jewelry, and it's a big diamonds and it's sparkling. I, I'm being sponsored by the jewelry company, but now so uh, but you get this nice fancy uh, jewelry, and and it makes every, you know everybody jealous. Like wow, you, you always hit your husband up. Why don't you ever think about me like that? You see, I'm married to a woman that gave me th- three categories of things I can get her for. For any occasion, it doesn't have to be for Christmas, but it could be. Any occasion, the wind's blowing a new direction, you can get these three gifts diamonds, more diamonds, and bigger diamonds. I can get those three things, okay? <laughs> and any occasion. Uh, apparently, I haven't learned that, but, but yes. But you see, the, sometimes a gift, and this gift brought jealousy. So if we look in, into the story in Matthew chapter 2, uh, 3 through 15, we see that in Herod. Okay, When the magi come, they said, hey, where's the king of, of, of the Jews at? We're coming to worship him. And he's like, well, I'm the king. No, this is what the word says. It's been prophesied. This, this, is, this is the king. We're coming to worship this baby. This is the king. And he became jealous. And he began to pull him to the side and say, hey, I want to worship him too. So tell me where he's at. Well, they wouldn't tell him. So he got together with all the religious leaders and they knew the word that was given to us by God and knew that it was prophesied that the Messiah was coming and he would come in the form of a baby. And yes, and so out of his jealousy because he didn't want anybody else to be king, he wanted to be king. You see, in that time, it wasn't like we have in our government where we take a vote and hopefully the majority, hopefully the majority who voted for someone. Uh, wins, and they become the leader. And sometimes it doesn't work that way, but uh, that's a different story. I'll let Rodney preach that message. But in that day and time, when, whenever someone became king, they eradicated the other king and all of the blood of that family because they were a potential threat to them and their future and their throne. So read into that and just think about that. So the last one, I think, is, is, is really the one that I hope that we'll really think about. And that's the unclaimed gift. You see, I, based on uh, something I read, it said in, in 2022, there was... billion worth of gift cards that were not collected. Okay? $21 billion. Based on the population of the United States of America, they averaged it out to believe it's at least $175 per household worth of gift cards that have never been redeemed. The person who gave that gift card to them had a specific benefit in mind when it was given. And yet, it goes unclaimed. Jesus is the gift that God gave. And we're around so many people in our life. God has put them in our life, in our path, for a specific reason that have not claimed the gift that God has given us. So if you're here today, if you're watching today, if you're watching sometime in the future, and you don't know that gift, today is the day of salvation. There's no greater time than today. Don't wait to uh, a better day, because a better day may never make it. This is today. This season would be incredible to accept Christ in if you don't know him. But this would be such a great season for us who do know him to be able to share the gift that God give us so that they can have eternal life. I just want to thank you for the opportunity. I'm going to ask Brother Rodney if he will close out.